0: If you're applying to PA school in the 2024-2025 cycle, then I need you to know about our Pre-PA Academy. This is a group coaching program that I have wanted to start for so long, and I am pumped. So from February to October of this cycle, we will be working as a cohort through the entire application process. The way that academy works is we'll have three to four weekly sessions with myself and the other pa platform coaches where we will be teaching and doing group work and live personal statement editing live mock interviews question and answer office hours virtual shadowing and just walking you through this entire pa school application process we're going to start from your personal statement choosing the programs making a school list getting your application ready before it opens in April on CASPA to getting you ready for interviews. What to do if you're hearing back, what to do if you're not. This is like our webinar series, but so much more intimate talking to students who have joined the program. It really seems like they are most excited for the accountability, the support and the community through this process. And that is exactly what I wanted to offer. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I promise. And, we're just going to have a good time getting to know each other and working through it together and learning from each other. I want you guys to learn from each other in the program. You can sign up at any time. The code, if you want $50 off of your registration is hello 24. And we would love to have you as part of our first cohort of pre PA Academy for this upcoming cycle. Have you been thinking about your personal statement, maybe dreading it, but knowing you really need to get started? Well, today's the day, and I'm going to help you. Welcome to the Pre-PA Club Podcast. If you want to learn how to become a physician assistant, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Savannah Perry. Let's get to it. y'all welcome to the pre-pa club podcast for whatever reason we kind of decided that january was going to be the month of personal statements so if you've been kind of following along on social media on instagram we've been talking about personal statements a good bit and i wanted to do like actually do something to go along with that and to help you get started so i would say you know between emails and messages I probably should do an actual breakdown, but a lot of them are about the personal statement just because it's such a big part of your application. So, I thought it would be helpful maybe, maybe fun, I'm not sure, if we had a way to kind of work on it together and, you know, throughout social media and the pre-PA club and just maybe your your actual pre-PA club could do this together. That'd be really cool. I just thought it would be cool if we had a way to kind of help you get a draft done and work towards actually writing your personal statement versus staring at a blank page of paper. So that will be our goal. Before we get into that, and I'll go over logistics and everything, there's a couple things that I want you to know about. So number one, um, the personal statement AAPA webinar for this week is from what they've told me, but if you are an AAPA member, there will be a replay available to you for sure. And in the past, they've made the replay available for at least a week to everyone. So if that ends up being an option, I will let you know. Um, Also, the pre-PA conference in Atlanta in March is officially sold out. So we are somewhat limited on the amount of spots we had anyway. And I haven't introduced myself again, but I'm Savannah. I am a Durham PA and I run a website called the PA Platform. So we have teamed up with Brian Palm of My PA Resource to put on this conference, which we're really excited about, but unfortunately it is full. So we might have a waiting list. I know some people have kind of said that they're still looking for tickets or they missed out. Um, So we'll kind of keep you updated on that. But if you missed out, Rumor has it there's gonna be some pre PA offerings at AAPA in Nashville this year. So that is the weekend of May um, 16th, and so that may be an option for you if you want to mark your calendar and just be on the lookout for if we can possibly do something there. I don't have all the details yet, but I think it should be good. So. Um, That's another option and okay so for this episode we're going to be or I'm going to be going off of the personal statement checklist and I think I mentioned this in a previous episode but if you go to the paplatform.com slash personal statement you will see where you can put in your email and I'll email you the personal statement checklist and this is just kind of a one sheet things to ask yourself about your personal statement. So that's what we we'll to be kind of going through and breaking down today. Um, and in doing that, it's going to enroll you in a two week email course challenge to get a first draft of your personal statement written. Um, so if you want to do this officially, Um, next week on social media, starting on Monday, we're going to be going through it kind of as a group for two weeks where I'll be talking about it on Instagram a lot. Um, and just kind of seeing how, how it's going for you guys. And we'll be talking about it in the pre PA club on Facebook. Um, so again, I thought it would be maybe fun to do it as a group. You'll have to let me know if this is fun or not, but um, also helpful and I'd also love to know if it's helpful or not, but just kind of breaking things down, pointing you in the direction of what needs to be in your essay, what doesn't so that hopefully before April, if you're applying this year or reapplying, you've got a good solid draft to go off of. Um, we also may be doing some giveaways on Instagram this week, so that's a good place to be. All right. Before we jump into talking about the challenge, I'll give you some time to download it, but I wanted to mention our sponsors. So one of them is my PA resource, which I'll talk about a little bit more later on. Um, And you can use the code future PA for any of their personal statement editing services. And then also PA school prep. So if you have been accepted to PA school, number one, congratulations. Number two, if you need some help with just preparing as far as anatomy, physiology, med terms, making sure you're solid in those subjects, go to paschoolprep.com and you can use the code futurePA there as well. All right, let's get to the meat of talking about this checklist. Um, So when I was making this checklist, I kind of just went off of what how I personally wrote my essay, which you can read online, and then also how I edit essays. So I am an editor for my PA resource, and I actually really, really love editing essays. Fun fact, when I was in college, I graduated a semester early, and I needed a little, I needed a job for the time in between December and May when I started PA school, but nowhere would hire me because I was going to leave as far as a healthcare job, but I found this thing where I edited eighth grade essays. So if you remember when you were in school and you had to do these standardized essays, I was grading them. So I would get this stack of about 10 essays and I would have to go through and read them and score them. So I guess you could say I've always been destined to be a personal statement essay editor, but it was actually a lot of fun. So that was for about two months, I did that where I'd go every day, read hundreds of essays, And hopefully, uh, maybe I read some of yours if you're in Georgia, who knows? All right, so back to the checklist. Sorry for that little tangent. And this checklist is broken up into four sections and we'll go through them. So number one, brainstorming. Number two, content. Number three, red flags. And number four, editing. Okay, so we'll start with brainstorming, which I think is one of the hardest parts just because it can be difficult to get started. If you're sitting there and you aren't sure where to begin or you have a lot of distractions, um, that can kind of make you put this off. But your personal statement is one of the things that you can have done by the time you go to apply and I would recommend trying to have it done so that then you're just worried about getting everything inputted into CASPA or the application um, kind of software if you're applying somewhere that doesn't use CASPA and um, you can just get everything in submit and be good to go so as far as brainstorming goes so if you got number one print out your personal statement checklist you got it if you have one of those fancy iPads you might can put it on there um, send me a screenshot or something if you do that and you do the cool little notability notes on them. I think those are neat. Um, another thing that may be helpful, and we'll send you a link to this in the email course, is the personal statement brainstorming worksheets. So we kind of break this down throughout the email course, um, which all of this is free, by the way, just FYI. But um, if you want to see kind of the breakdown of the questions and things that you should be thinking about you can also download those and that link will also be at slash personal statement okay so what i'm going to ask for throughout this email course is uninterrupted time I know that's difficult. I know we have a ton of stuff going on. Everyone does, but I'm not asking for a lot of time. I'm asking for a minimum of 10 minutes. If you want to be a little bit um, of an overachiever, which most of us PA people are, um, give me 20 minutes or 30 minutes. The more that you put into this, the more you're going to get out of it, but by uninterrupted time, I mean, turn your phone off, shut down your email, turn the TV off, really find i want you to pick a dedicated writing spot so this place that you go to that you feel like when you're there you're in the writing zone so when i was writing the pa school interview guide these are some things that helped me because um, there would be honestly days weeks and months where i just didn't feel like writing Um, and so by creating somewhat of a habit and a routine through this, even if it's for a short period of time, it will help you to get it done. So pick that dedicated writing spot, get some uninterrupted time, whether that's the same time every day, different times, whatever works for you. I am a morning person. I know that, um, I do better doing things in the morning at night. I'm fairly useless. So that's when I do kind of mindless tasks that, Don't take as much brain power. So find that time for you. Um, And then I want you to set a deadline for when you want to be done with your essay. So write it down, put it on a calendar, put it in your planner. Um, And the same, this is a tip that I also use for actually submitting your applications. Um, Set a hard deadline for yourself because with all of these things, it's easy to keep putting it off and working on it and i'm gonna work on it but never actually finishing or finding other things to do so if you have a deadline it's you're kind of holding yourself accountable and if you tell someone else that deadline you're really holding yourself accountable and so that would be something that is easy that you can do um pretty simply all right some other just resources throughout this process one thing that and this is just me being honest, you know, we've done so many blog posts and podcasts and videos now that sometimes I forget about them or someone will ask me a question. Like somebody the other day asked me about supplemental applications and I forgot that I had actually done a podcast episode on that. So the way that I find things is I will Google the PA platform XYZ, whatever I'm looking for. So if you Google the PA platform personal statement. And I did this just to check, but a ton of stuff pops up. I mean, blog posts on specifics as far as content editing, some examples of personal statements. We have a great um, do and don't guest post from Loree, the PA on Instagram, as well as some YouTube videos and some podcast episodes. So that is a great place to start. Um, and then my PA resource actually has a free video workshop as well to help you with deciding what needs to be included in your essay kind of putting it all together and giving you that blueprint. So those are just some options for you as far as getting started in the brainstorming process. All right, let's move on to content and I've done some specific podcasts on this before, but these are on the checklist, the main questions and components I'm looking for when I'm editing an essay. And you know, I got a message the other day, um, or a comment uh, that was basically saying, I was told that it's best to do like an introduction, three paragraphs and conclusion. And I just, for your, your personal, your PA school personal statement, I don't think you can stick to a template like that because your story may just not fit that mold. That is what I recommend for an essay that you write at an interview. So if you're at an interview and they give you a 30-minute writing prompt, I think sticking to something very simple like that is ideal. But for this essay, while you're not creating like a lit class formal essay that way, it is a formal essay that should have a lot of personality to it, um, which is why there really isn't a way to do this with a template. Like I can't give you a Mad Libs fill in the blank style personal statement and have it be effective for you. So, um, going into content, number one is an intriguing introduction that provides information about you. Um, and Personally, I don't like to start with trying to come up with an introduction. I like it to kind of evolve later on based on what I want to include in my essay. And in the email course, you'll find that we don't talk about introduction until almost halfway through because we start with um, brainstorming and then the main questions that need to be answered and then we get in to figure out what's gonna be best for you to use as an introduction and a conclusion. Sometimes people will try to just pull out kind of a random story. Um, and the biggest issue with that is it needs to relate to you becoming a PA. Like it can be a cool story, but if it's not actually providing information about your journey to becoming a PA, it's kind of irrelevant to include in your essay. And it seems like a stretch and it seems like an attention grab. So that's where I think you don't necessarily have to say like this is 100% gonna be my introduction. And also throughout your writing process, it's okay for things to change. It's okay if you come up with something different in the process and change your mind and move things around. So give yourself that freedom. Um, all right. So the questions that I want to see answered through ideally examples. So thinking about that show versus tell, don't just tell me, you know, these things or do these things, show me how you've learned them are, why do you want to be a PA? How did you find out about the PA profession? Kind of, What was your initial encounter? Um, How did you, what was appealing to you when you did find out about it? Was it appealing? Maybe you were kind of turned off. Maybe you were unsure, confused. Um, Kind of go into some detail there. Um, Demonstrating your understanding of the roles and responsibilities of PAs. Um, so this is mostly going to come from your shadowing or work experience or personal experience, either being a patient or a family member of a patient who had an experience with a PA. Oh, sorry. drop dropped something. Um, all right. Then getting into how has your experience in healthcare prepared you to be a great provider? So you should have some type of experience. Healthcare, patient care, even volunteering, um, other work experience that's not healthcare related, leadership experience. How have all of these kind of molded you to be a great practitioner, a great PA? Um, you know, the point, thinking about the point of those experiences, it's to learn how to interact with patients and how to take care of them. Um, not necessarily to learn medicine or knowledge about medicine. So just keep that in mind throughout your writing process. Um, and then how are you prepared academically to succeed in PA school? This is probably the one I see left out the most, but what you have to keep in mind is that you are currently applying for a spot as a PA student, not yet as a practicing PA. And so I need to know that you are going to be able to handle how intense PA school is and that you're ready for that and that you can take it on. So in some way in your essay that needs to be addressed. And then I'm always looking for a conclusion to summarize your strengths and not just reiterate everything in your essay, but to really give me a final attempt at convincing me that you are the best person for a spot in a PA program. Um, And so that is, you know, I want to know your strengths again. I want to know your confidence in that you feel ready to take this on. If you can put all those together, that should answer that question of why do you want to be a PA, which is the prompt. And everything in your essay should relate directly back to that prompt. If it doesn't, it probably doesn't need to be included. And that's, I know sometimes people want to include, you know, a health experience or something personal, but if it doesn't actually relate to you becoming a PA, use it elsewhere you can probably use it in a supplemental you could talk about it in an interview but those five thousand characters that you have for your essay you can't waste any of those on something that's not getting to the point all right our next little box on the checklist um, is red flags and honestly these are just a few i could probably make an entire red flag checklist and maybe i should but these are the ones that i kind of look out for and see a lot number one make sure you know the name of the PA profession it is physician assistant no apostrophe s Um, it's not physicians assistant Um, you can you know pluralize physician assistants and that s would go on the assistant whether it's multiple ones or an apostrophe s if you're talking about a physician assistants patient But really, in your essay, you only need to spell out Physician Assistant once. The first time, spell it out completely, Physician Assistant, put in parentheses, P-A, and then you can use P-A in the rest of your essay. So that makes it a little more simple, saves on characters, and prevents you from making this mistake. Also, moving on, avoid slang, curse words. You're like, why did she say that? You'd be surprised. And unexplained abbreviations. So going back to that abbreviating PA and writing out the first time, same thing goes for other abbreviations, especially if they aren't well-known ones. um, You want to spell it out completely the first time and then put it in parentheses and then use the abbreviation the rest of the time. Slang and curse words. Just keep in mind this is a formal essay and you don't want to use anything inappropriate. Something I don't feel like I should have to say, but after editing lots of essays, it needs to be said. All right, next is random quotes. So for me, using a quote is a cop-out and it just takes up space. A quote should only be used, actually pretty much never. So really, you just need to be adding personal information. If something is generic, if someone else has probably used it in their essay, don't use it in yours. So um, make your point without using the quote and you can still speak to whatever the quote was referring to, but really like you just don't have room to include something like that. And that's a lot of times people want to start with a, their introduction with a quote or start their conclusion with one. And I'm sure people have been accepted with essays that use quotes, but just it just doesn't give off that personal vibe that you really want in your essay. All right, so discrepancies, grades, uh, probations, run-ins with the law, any of that. If you are wondering, should I address this in my essay? Should I put, I got one C in organic chemistry too. I'm raising my hand because that was me. Um, should I put that in my essay? The question I want you to ask yourself is, is this whatever... Something that would prevent me from getting an interview. If someone saw this on my transcript, but saw the rest of my application, would that be enough for them to not give me an interview? Do I need to justify it and explain it so that they'll still consider me? Um, so typically one bad grade or even a few is not something you need to address. And there are a lot of factors here. So it's hard to have a hard and fast rule because it's also going to depend on you know your GPAs and just overall performance. Um, but if you had, you know, a tough year, a tough semester, or you are kind of teetering that minimum requirement, as far as GPA goes, it may be worth talking about and just not making excuses, never make an excuse, but just saying, you know, this is kind of what happened and I've grown from it. I've learned from it and now I'm ready to be a PA student and kind of Um, giving that confidence and explanation that you can't necessarily just show on a transcript. And a lot of supplementals will give you the opportunity to do this as well, so you don't necessarily have to always include it in your essay. Um, And if you are going to address a discrepancy, try to include it towards the end of your essay. That shouldn't be in the second paragraph. We want to talk about all the good stuff, kind of the main stuff first, and then get to, by the way... This is something that happened, and now I'm fine. Okay, another red flag, avoid the use of you in speaking to your reader. So, like, you never need to say, PAs take really good care of you, or I appreciate your consideration. Um, Just don't use that second person. It just makes the essay kind of flow weird, and so it's just not necessary. And then also keep in mind with, especially CASPA, essays they should not be school specific you are sending this essay out to every school you're applying to and so you don't want to target a specific school in your essay all right that's the red flag box moving on to our editing box so this is the part i like because i like to edit um and yeah so first of all going back does everything in your essay answer the prompt of ypa it should Um, and just read through and ask yourself that question, even read it out loud. I think that can be helpful to making sure it flows well and doesn't sound weird. Um, and check for flow. So that's something I really look for. Like you should have good transitions. Everything should make sense. It should be in chronological order and I shouldn't have to stop and be like, wait, what? Like, Oh, let me go back. Try to figure out what they're talking about, when they're talking about. Just make sure that it's kind of everything goes in order um do a story check so if you are using a specific example or story about a patient or a family member make sure that i'm learning more about you than the other person so it can be easy if you're talking about miss smith that you met at the hospital you're taking care of for me to learn all kinds of things about her and her life and her disease but ultimately i need to know how you were involved in her care and what you learned from it so do that little check to make sure that your stories are staying on topic of you. And, you know, I know you want to tell that other person's story, but this is your time to be selfish with your space because you don't have a lot of it and you've got to lay it out with exactly what you took away from it. All right. Um, Making sure that your essay is under 5,000 characters, including spaces. So there's a few different ways to do this. Um, Removing unnecessary and implied words, things like that very much too. Those words can typically come out using only one description. So instead of saying, I learned to take care of patients and communicate with them very well, choose one if you have the word and or something like that. Pick one of the examples and take out the other one to get your, um, wording or your characters down. Um, anything unnecessary. So, if it doesn't add to the story or the main point, it can be taken out. I'm pretty good at getting, getting essays down and taking stuff out. Um, all right. Then do a grammar check. So, grammar, punctuation, capitalization. These things are important. You want a well polished essay that isn't distracting because of simple things like not using commas that's a huge pet peeve of mine like people just forget about commas existing I don't know um and I make typos too totally get it but um yeah definitely just spelling run a spell check I mean simple stuff read back through your essay have someone else read it actually that's our next one so ask People to review your essay friends family teachers PAs advisors whoever Um, and I mean keep in mind who you're asking and take their opinion with a little bit of a grain of salt if they aren't really sure about the PA profession Um, but these are the people who know you well I'm gonna do my yearly PSA of please do not send your essay to anyone random on the internet please do not post it publicly anywhere on the internet Um, and I've actually heard more of this this year of people taking other people's essays, and that is just crazy to me, and I don't want it to happen to you, but if you post, even in the Pre-PA Club Facebook group, and I see it, and it makes me cringe, um, hey, will somebody read my essay, and 10 people say, oh, I will, but you have no idea who they are, maybe pass, because, I mean, I trust you guys. I think y'all are awesome, but you just never know where that essay is going to send up, end up. And to me, it's not worth the risk. So, um, and then if you still need help, look into something like me, my PA resource, and you can use that code future PA for a discount there, but then you know that you're getting a PA editing your essay who does that. And that's what they do. Um, so that's a great option to look into as well. All right. That is our checklist. So I really, really hope that you'll join me in the email challenge and let me know on Instagram and the Pre-PA Club Facebook group how it's going, if you are enjoying it or not, um, if it's easy or helpful or not helpful, and then hopefully we can um, get you a draft done. Sound good? All right, so go to the paplatform.com slash personal statement if you haven't already, and we'll get started. Thanks, y'all. See you next time.